At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. New show, Who Dis? Welcome in to VSIN Final Countdown alongside the one and only Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. And for those of you that don't know or you're just tuning in for the first time, this is part of VSIN's brand new lineup. And we are so excited. We're going to be hanging out with you guys every single weekday this time from 4 to 6 Eastern and uh, get ready for some great information and a whole lot of fun and probably weirdness, Matt. Welcome to the South Point. Oh, this yes. has been my hood for a couple of years. Yes. So you guys coming in, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to make you feel really good about being here. I'm a newbie. Very excited, yeah. though. The last time that I was on this set, actually, was like a year and a half ago, filling in on Lombardi Line when Patrick Maher was on vacation. So it's been a hot second. How do you feel about the high desk? I love it. Right, right off the bat? I, I, I feel right at home, yeah. although I'm like mentally preparing for... All the people that we're going to see behind us and stuff like this. this is a new. It's going like to get venue. weird, folks. It's okay. It's going to get weird. And before it. you tweet in, before you tweet in, yes, it is her real name. Her real name is Stormy. Yes. It's going. Let's just get that out of the way. You might as well just yeah. get those things out of the way. I think that they chose pairing up the person with the weirdest name on the network and the most boring. And name. the I wasn't going to. You said yeah. it. Yeah. I, most no. boring. <laughs> name. Yeah. Basic name there is on the face of the planet. No, but I mean, good for a lot of people though that don't know us be, or they know us from separate things mm-hmm. to kind of reintroduce ourselves a little bit. And uh, we're going to talk throughout the course of the next couple hours, lots of NFL news, um, lots of tennis with the U.S. Open going on, Major League Baseball, full slate coming up today. We've got some great guests. Your good friend, Gil Alexander, is going to be on the program. And my good friend, Brent Musburger, The living legend well. is joining us here yes. today. This is going to be fantastic for show. Number one, yeah, I mean, look, I've been here for the last, you know, last several years. You were just uh, catching me a little bit later in the day. Hopefully, yeah. this is a new audience, and uh, we're going to get some people over here a little bit earlier in the day. Yeah, definitely. Previously with Primetime Action, mm-hmm. um, I was the host of My Guys in the Desert, which was awesome that Brent was, during football season, he came on with us once a week. He's going to be with us today, and he has a brand new show on the network on Sundays ahead of the NFL game, so uh, get to talk to him about his new venture with VEASAN, which is cool because obviously he started yes. this whole thing. So, um, But let's get into some yep. of that news of the day. Um most notably with my favorite football team, the San Francisco 49ers. And apparently Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt, is sticking around. Um, they restructured his contract, so he's taking a pay cut, a one-year deal, $6.5 million, down from the 24.2. So I guess there's a there are some incentives built in as well. Could get up to $16 million if he moves into that starter's role. But overall, I think the biggest takeaway from Jimmy Garoppolo sticking around is that if you have a futures bet on the 49ers, you probably like it a little bit more, right? 
right now. Oh, absolutely. I think that this is a, a huge deal. If you're if you're bullish on the 49ers, I mean, and right now out in the market, about 16 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. If you're looking for the best price available, there's one 17 to 1 out there for the rest of the country. You can kind of shop around to win the NFC. About 750-ish, plus 750 to win that. And then if you want them for the West, about plus 155, 160, something like that out there on the 49ers. I mean, it, it was, to me, I didn't see a way that they were going to be able to move him unless there was one of the big starting quarterbacks for one of these teams that thought that they're going to be able to contend this year happened during training camp or happened during the preseason because it doesn't as strong of a quarterback class that is coming into this draft there it doesn't make a ton of sense for a Seahawks or a, or a Falcons or a Bears or any of these teams that somehow were getting rumored with Jimmy Garoppolo that I was like, it never made sense to me because it doesn't make any sense for them to win a bunch of games this year. You want to have one of those top picks. There's at least six or seven different guys that have been floated around as first-round grade quarterbacks coming in the draft this year. And so you want to be towards the top and have your choice of whatever's kind of left, right? You don't want to be forced to take the guy if you're sitting in pick 11, 12 or something like that. You want to have one of those top three or four picks to where you can really go in and evaluate all the different guys and take the one that you want. A team like the Seahawks, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show, <laughs> hang around, we'll talk about them a little bit later. But, you know, a team like them, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for them to bring him in. They understand what it is to have a franchise quarterback when they had Russell Wilson for so long, you know? And so, like, Jimmy Garoppolo would have just been a Band-Aid, and, and that doesn't make any sense. Well, and, like, the teams that you're talking about, if things were to have worked out, it still wouldn't have been a trade, right? They would just yeah. been waiting for the 49ers to cut him and then go from there. Um, the thing that I don't know if enough people are talking about, which is my only one hesitancy, my only one question mark mm -hmm. with Jimmy Garoppolo staying on is obviously he is so beloved in that locker room. Does that in any way take away from the, hey, this is Trey Lance's right. team. He's our guy. We believe in him. Now the moment that comes up that he struggles, obviously the start of the season for the 49ers should be, you know, pretty good yeah. stepping stones to get Trey, Trey Lance acclimated. Let's say he doesn't play or look the way that we think that he's going to, then how much are people going to be saying, hey, well, we believe in Jimmy in look, the locker room and outside of right. it? I mean, people are bullish on this team, right? I mean, like people are certainly put, I mean, this is not even a sleeper team really anymore. Everyone's looking at what they have on both sides of the ball and they're saying, if you can at least get competent quarterback play out of Trey Lance, this team should be one of the teams in what is widely considered to be the weaker conference. I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. Everyone just assumes everyone in the FC is going to be awesome. We're just like, we're just like, ah, FC is going to be so great. <laughs> NFC sucks. And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, when we look at what you get in Jimmy Garoppolo is, hey, yeah, you get four games in, five games in, team everywhere else seems mm -hmm. to be going like it should, except for the quarterback position. I don't think I think there's a non-zero chance that he could that he could end up starting some games for them if Trey Lance greatly greatly underperforms. Now he would have to really right. tank. Like he'd have to really tank, but I've never heard more people be more complimentary about Jimmy Garoppolo than today. All mm -hmm. everybody does all year long that he's actually playing games is complain about him <laughs> and that yeah. he's a manager and he can't get the job done. He's the reason they lost the Super Bowl. And he's the reason they can't get over the hump. Da 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 da. da. I mean, yet Everybody the last 24 hours has just been raving about, wow, this is like best backup quarterback in the league. And truly, like not to say that I feel like everybody has hated on him so much. And I've always been one of those people that actually did believe in Jimmy yeah. G, whether right, wrong or indifferent, whether you think that quarterback wins should be a stat or not. But those to me really speak for themselves, the record and mark that the 49ers have had with him and without him 33 and 14 in the regular season, season 36 and 15 overall, eight and 27 without. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. And, and listen, I'm I've come around on this team at least a little bit. Whenever you just look at what they have on both sides of the ball, I mean, their their win total right now it's ten and a half at most places. There is a nine and a half still available. It's heavily juiced to the over on the nine and a half. So you probably would just go to a place that has a flat ten. Actually, DraftKings sitting right now at a flat ten on this 49er squad, one ten on both sides. So that would be the way to to kind of go with all that. I'm. You know, I'm kind of coming around here when you look at what they have on the defensive side of the ball. If you look on the offensive side of the ball, if Trey Lance mm -hmm. is even, let's say, even 80% of what people think his ceiling could be this year in that conference, 
I think there's a, a real shot for this yeah. team. And I mean, and we're seeing this. Like I said, I mean, this was this was nine and a half pretty widely moved to ten. Now sitting at ten and a half. There's actually, you know, there's a little bit of juice on some of the ten and a halfs out there. And then to make the playoffs, the yes has gotten up to minus two ten, two twenty ish right now on them to make the playoffs. And the way the number is shrunk in the division mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, I love all those pieces: Trent Williams, Debo, George Kittle, Fred Warner, Eric Armstead. The list goes on and on. My, like I said, my only concern a little bit is just having him in the room. What does that mean from a leadership standpoint? Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a reason why the Chiefs traded away Alex Smith when Patrick Mahomes was ready, right? They didn't need a plan B. Same thing when Aaron Rodgers stepped in for Brett Favre. They didn't need a plan yeah. B for him. So that's just my thought process. Sure. You don't have to keep hey, beating this like a look, dead horse. I love my 49ers, the, though. I'm excited. The to ideal scenario for the 49ers, and and we don't, they're not wishing injury on anyone, <laughs> but the ideal situation here is that one of the big-name quarterbacks goes down. He, he has the no trade, but he would go to a contender for sure. He wants to start. Absolutely. He wants to play. And so is one of the big-name team, one of the big-name quarterbacks goes down for a team that's actually a contender and they get the call for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you said, they do have the no trade clause in place, but if he agrees to something and wants to move on, then that's what'll happen. Plenty more NFL news to come throughout the course of this show, but there's also a 15 game slate in Major League Baseball today. Um, some baseball news, though, before we get to some of those games is, of course, that Astros ace and AL Cy Young favorite Justin Verlander going on the 15-day IL with a right calf injury had to leave yesterday's, uh, Sunday's game, rather, with the Orioles after tossing three scoreless innings. So the MRI didn't come back great. What was your initial reaction when you heard? Yeah, I mean, he is the overwhelming favorite, right, for yeah. the Cy Young and those odds got pulled down. They haven't gotten gone back up at some different places out there and I'm wondering, is there any shot? He has been so incredibly good and and he's done it for the entire season. It makes you wonder is even if this lasts a little bit longer than the 15 days, does he still have it locked up already as it is anyway? I'm sure there's going to be some Cases to be made for other for other guys out there. There's going to be a lot of people who are trying to say that, hey, maybe this isn't exactly a, a lock going to Verlander at this point. But, I mean, I saw a couple Ooh. of different places, you know, yesterday. He was still minus 400, minus 450, something like <laughs> yeah. that, to, to win the Cy Young. So there, there is that. What you do get in this, though, is a sneak peek of kind of the future here for this Astros team. So they're calling up Hunter Brown, which is one of their very, very big prospects. He is of a 255 ERA, a 1.09 whip, and 134 strikeouts to just 45 walks in 106 innings in the minors this year. So one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball coming up and kind of getting a sneak peek here for this Astros team. He'll be caught up on Thursday. Yeah, the Astros do play the Texas Rangers today. Framer Valdez on the hill. Houston a minus 150 favorite in that game. But as for Verlander, just an MLB leading 1.84 ERA. uh, Entering Yes, entering um, Sunday, excuse me, was 8-0 with a 1-3-5 ERA his past 10 starts. So he's been on such a tear. And at yeah. the age that he is and missing the ta- last two years the way that he did, it's just been really incredible to watch. So unfortunate to see something like this happen. Yes, if you're an aging pitcher, there's a lesson to be learned here, and it is marry a supermodel. Oh, that obviously brings your career back. Anyone around. aging, yes, that's yes, the way you do it. Because even yes, in the NFL, we see that yeah. with Tom Brady. I mean, Giselle makes more money there than Tom. <laughs> okay, so this guy's yeah, this guy's forty, married to a supermodel, and he's doing. And Brady's forty-five, married to a supermodel. This is this is the key to everything. Where's your supermodel? We just What's unlocked, happening? We just unlocked the key to longevity in sports, and that's to marry a supermodel. It's all coming together. This is the together. first segment of the show. We've already. We've and already Jimmy this. Garoppolo is a supermodel himself, yeah. so we're covering there all the is. bases. Yeah. So yeah, okay, Garoppolo's is upon us, and Verlander injured. Currently, Um, when we come back, we're going to step aside, take a quick break, but we will get into some of the more marquee games that we are counting down to with today's VEASAN final countdown. Again, Matt Brown, Stormy Tony, with you for the first time ever on the program, but just many more to come. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money's made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now it's time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, everything you want and need. Sign up early and for a discount at $175, you'll receive both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or you can join. Join us for 40 bucks a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Matt Brown and Stormy Bonantoni live from South Point as we welcome you back. And we'll have plenty more NFL conversation here in just a little bit. But continuing what is a 15-day slate in Major League Baseball today, Matt, as we are counting down to the games getting mm-hmm. underway. The first MLB betting action starting actually right after we wrap up today. 310 Pacific, 610 Eastern. The Orioles opening up a three-game set with the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland and Cal Quantrill, minus 150 money line favorite, total eight and a half. But two teams with interesting playoff potential for sure. Yeah, if you take a look at this one, I mean, this game is with an Orioles team on August the 30th, and it means something. I know a lot of people are out there like, yeah, this can't be true, but it is. We're looking at an Orioles team that's only two back. In the wild, fun to watch lately. Oh, I love the Orioles. Listen, this has become my team for the rest of the year. I don't have a baseball team. So, full disclosure, I don't root for any specific baseball team. So, I picked one, and I picked the Orioles. So At I'm what point did for, you pick them? Yeah, you know, a month and a half ago. Okay, month, come uh, on. A month and a half, two months ago. So <laughs> like, it, it, they were fun. They were a fun team to follow. They're fun to watch, and they were in the playoff hunt. And I didn't come into a front runner because I could have picked one of these teams that's easily going to glide into the playoffs. I chose not to. I chose not sure. to do that, Stormy. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. You really should have gone out I your went the way, hard when, way with this, when their okay? win total, when they were sucking and yeah. everyone was questioning that. Yeah. But it's I went right. the hard way. They're, but they're two games back in the wild card, and the Guardians are, are one and a half up in the Central right now. So this is actually a fairly big game because one of the things that could happen to the Guardians is then they find themselves in the wild card as opposed to leading a division because only a one and a half game lead there in the Central. So you, it's crazy to think that a game with the Orioles and the Guardians here this time of year actually means something. But if you look at Spencer, if you look at Spencer Watkins, his stuff is actually not, I mean, look, he's not good by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination. Say. Yeah. But like, you know, a four and a half kind of like ex ish type deal or whatever. I mean, he's a league average pitcher, right? I mean, he's not, he's not good and, but he's not like terrible by any stretch here. So he's, he's, he's had a couple of decent outings right there, but this, uh, this guardian squad, 
finally hitting the baseball on a consistent basis, and I think that they are at least pretty interesting come playoff. Time. Okay, a team that is not hitting the baseball on a consistent basis as of right now, despite the times that they had, and it was looking like they were the best team in baseball for a long time, the New York Yankees, who are finding a way to slump again, lost their third straight game yesterday, even though Aaron Judge did go yard, got his 50th home run of the season. But Jamison Tyone laying a pretty steep price today, trying to get them back on track against the Angels. But the Yankees continue to be on these like weird slumps where they can't hit as a group. Listen, if you are trying to get right going up against the Angels is certainly the way to do it. This Angels team is rolling out a lineup outside of Shohei and, and Mike Trout, who are you know basically a triple-A lineup at this point. And so I, I, it's hard for me to get in front of the Yankees here despite all of the struggles that they're having right now. That being said, just a pass for me. I'll watch this and see if the Yankees can kind of get back on track here. We'll be talking. We'll be talking a specific Yankee a little bit later. In the yes, show. we definitely yeah. will. Uh, that's a good reminder, though. Hot Take Tuesday, mm -hmm. also a staple on the show later today in hour two. So get ready for that. Um, one last game, though, that I that did stand out at least on today's mm -hmm. slate from an interest standpoint: Dodgers at the Mets, big series at City Field tonight. Andrew Heaney and Tywin Walker, not necessarily a notable pitching matchup per se, but could be an NLCS preview. I do have a bet in this game um, that we can look at. A little bit later as well, but I'll give you a hint. I'm anticipating runs. <laughs> All right, and, and 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 you're anticipating runs to the to the tune of that you actually might have a better number than available now. Correct? Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know how you love to make CLV fun of closing on this, line yes, value. Yes, CLV on this program. Yeah, as we sit right now, you know it's sitting at nine on the total. Was eight and a half a little bit earlier today. One forty on the Dodgers over DraftKings plus one twenty on the Mets at home. This seems like a decent little spot to come in on the Mets at home as a, as a dog, but not in the account for me quite yet. Could possibly be by the time this comes back around, but I do like this Mets squad against the lefty and Andrew Heaney. I'm I'm hoping maybe this drifts a little bit. Dodgers love. There's always mm -hmm. Dodgers betting love the closer you get to a game actually going, at least out here on the West Coast. So I'm looking to see if I can get a little bit better number. When you that. get why people are betting the Dodgers, though, yeah. they have freaking 89 wins yes. to lead all of baseball, and their second half has been insane. Not only that, it's like it's like the quietest, too. Because like we, we've we talked about all these other teams, and we just look at the Dodgers, and we just, it's just almost like we expect it so much. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, the Dodgers are there. I filled in on, on Follow the Money not too long ago, and the producer of that show, Dustin Sweetelson, was like, the Dodgers are like the quietest best yes. team in baseball. Their their fans are not the quietest. I'll, I'll say that. Um, any you, I mean, you know some Dodgers yes, fans. Yes, yes, yes. People aren't going to like me They're already on the West Coast. I'm like, up. I cannot stand that. I'm a Padres fan, and I'm going through a lot of emotions right now. They're 19 and a half oh, up yeah, on your yeah, Padres. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah Thanks they're for 19 the and a half up on your um, Padres. Any hooser. Let's go yeah. back to NFL talk where I don't Let's have to do cry myself to sleep every night. Um, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, by the way, saying today J.K. Dobbins' status for week one is, quote, certainly in doubt. So the hope was that he was going to be available for mm -hmm. that game against the Jets. They did sign Kenyon Drake earlier today as well, former Raider, which kind of showed us the writing on the wall that this was going to happen, but an unfortunate start for a back who missed all of last season because of an ACL. If you take a look at, I mean, everybody seems to be super, super bullish on this Ravens team, and I am a little bit more looking at Cincinnati in this division. I, mm. I'm one of those people that still believes that a quarterback, despite how good he is, needs some receivers to throw to, and I don't see that a ton whenever you really look at what the Ravens are going to be rolling out there. I mean, you're going to need some serious, serious steps forward by Devin DuVernay and Rashad Bateman if we're going to be looking at this team. I think, honestly, I mean, it's it. I don't get all the love. I think they're going to be a good team. Do not get me wrong. I think they're going to be good. They were 8-9 and nine last year despite a million injuries on the squad. So, I mean, like, there is can yeah. the injury luck can only get better for them, but well, Again, so I see, I, I think that's like the thing that stinks about this for Baltimore yeah. right now is you go in thinking, oh, everybody's going to be healthy right now. And then specifically, when you look at the running back mm -hmm. position, not only is Dobbins not available for week one, but Gus Edwards um, is on the pup list mm -hmm. to start the season. Mike Davis had signed at free agency, but you got the fullback position. Just health is what derailed this team so much last year that now you're starting the season and feeling like, dang, is this just the start of guys not being ready again? Yeah, you know what this also does? It 
all but kills one of my one of my tickets that I have as well because I have a J.K. Dobbins Offensive Player of the Year ticket that is going to not look so great if he has to miss a couple of games. Well, if he only misses Week One, yeah, there's then... I mean, it's, it's still at least live. We look at the Offensive Player of the Year market, and it's basically the it's the hey, here's an award to the best player that's not a quarterback, right? Because I mean, we give the MVP award to a quarterback basically every single year now, and so I was looking at non quarterbacks that I thought could have a chance at a pretty special season, yeah. and if you take a look. Assuming health yet again with a decent offensive line, I was like, okay, J.K. Dobbins in this offense, they like to run a ton. You know, let's let's maybe maybe with Lamar Jackson not wanting to take as many hits, maybe they run a little bit more as well. Kind of the thinking behind it, but again, that uh, not looking so great right now. Fourteen to one comeback player of the year as well for J.K. Dobbins, uh, which yeah, we'll get into that market a little, a little bit later. About that too. <laughs> Love that market. Get ready for hour two. We've yeah. got we've got some um, some back and forth. We'll definitely have there. But I was somebody that was high on the Ravens coming into mm -hmm. this year. I was in that bandwagon realm that went healthy. Who knows? where this group could really go. Look, the defense is going to be awesome. I mean, the defensive line is great. The secondary is great. So, I mean, they're going to – teams are going to have trouble scoring on them for sure. It's like, I just wonder, can they score back? Yeah. You know? Like, can they outscore the other team, essentially? So, you are a New Orleans guy, a Louisiana guy. Louisiana. I, okay. I was, you know. Sorry. I was I would, I, they, it would offend the New Orleans people so much <laughs> if I was like, where are you from? I'm, like, I'm from Shreveport. Oh. And like, they're, they're, they're like, you cannot claim New Orleans. No, that's like complete opposite in the state. Well, they made a move yes. today. Um, the Eagles knew they needed a safety, went out and got one from the Saints and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um, he and the Saints reportedly just weren't close to an extension. Mm -hmm. He's going into the last year of his deal, so they ultimately flip him to the Eagles. What do you think? I mean, you've obviously watched that team very closely. What do you think of them moving on? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where this team is kind of – they're – They've managed to deal with this cap issue that they've had for the last two years as admirably as humanly possible, but they've also, they still kind of have to to look forward, right? They still kind of have to look into the future because they're having to make these big, big moves in the offseason to keep from just being in cap hell. And so I think they look here, try to get us something done, can't get it done, rather get something for nothing because he's going to leave anyway. So some of these teams just kind of have to play the, the long game. We've only got about a minute left yeah. in here, but just your general outlook on the Saints this year and what they do have. Yeah, I took a, I took a flyer on them. I mean, I don't even think it's a flyer, right? I mean, I took a piece of them to win the, the division because I, I'm sitting here and looking at them, and I don't think that the talent difference between them and the Bucks is that big a difference when we're talking at, at the price you have to pay, right? I mean, I got a plus 350, and this was only last week. You can probably still get something relatively close to that right now, at least over $3. And you take a look at we we just mentioned we mentioned the key to longevity, but still, like Tom Brady, at some point, like he's not going to be able to play at this super incredibly elite level. And is is that this year? They've already had all these offensive line problems. The one thing the Saints really, really have is a defensive line that can get after you. I don't think it's crazy to think that they end up winning the South. So I have a, I have a ticket on them. Yeah, and Brady's out here missing time. He yeah. looks and sounds very different from the Brady that we are used to. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, also, have to wait and see for this quick break before we welcome in Gil Alexander. Get excited for that one. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving on every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are just another way. vsin's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Back here on vsin Final Countdown, and it is U.S. Open. In day two, ongoing from NYC, the fourth and final Grand Slam of the year to help Matt and I break it all down. We uh, bring in Gil Alexander for a deep dive, host of a numbers game weekdays from 10 to noon Eastern right here on VEASAN. And Gil, just instead of me being the completely awkward third wheel to your bromance, because obviously you two have a long time connection <laughs> with primetime action and the like, I'm just going to start off like, what dirt do you have on Matt? Can you help me out here? I got I to gotta get some goods. What are you looking for, Stormy? You got to be more specific. Well, Gil, this is also something this I can is a, use against Gil, him in the future. Gil, this is a family show, Gil. This is a family <laughs> show, Gil. This is a fa family show, my friend. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on on your first show. It's an honor. I appreciate it. 
very, very excited to have you, my friend. But And I'll, I'll give you this segment to think it over. Text me later. We will get the goods. Um, but obviously, U.S. Open ongoing right now. And before we get to some of your, your favorite matches today, I have to ask you about Serena Williams yesterday. Obviously, she's gone down from 50-1 to one shot to 22-1 to one after what turned into a dominant round one win yesterday. And I phrase it that way because it didn't appear to start that way, down 3-2 early. But then she did Serena Williams' thing. What did you think of the match yesterday and her outlook now having to face the number two player in the world coming up Wednesday? Well, it's, you know, I hate to, I hate to say it this way, but she got a really favorable draw. Let me put it that way. And you can sort of decide if you think it was, uh, the fix was in on that. Uh, the U.S. Open folks knowing that this would be her last U.S. Open, and I guess there's nothing wrong with that. You're trying to get eyeballs. So she got Donka Kovinic yesterday. Donka Kovinic you know, for the last year has been a pretty poor hardcore player, and she sort of disappeared for stretches yesterday. Serena did as well, but she was able to beat Kovinich. Now it's Contivate. I said before uh, the tournament that the, the number of matches, you know, the over-under on Serena number of matches to win is probably one and a half, which means that this is kind of where, and, and based on the, you know, the celebration, the coronation yesterday, this is kind of where they expect her to lose to. And she's a dog, uh, an, under, an underdog in this match, rightfully so. Though Contabate has not been at her best. So I will say this. If somehow she figures out a way to beat Annette Contabate, we probably have Serena for about the first week. Like, it's that favorable of a draw. So this is, she's, prob- she's probably going to lose. I expect her to lose. But if she wins, this could get pretty fun for a little while. Gil, there are probably a lot of people who don't pay attention to betting tennis until the U.S. Open rolls around because a lot of, you know, you, me and I have discussed the challenges that get presented because the odd times and things like that from a television standpoint. So U.S. Open here, we obviously know you can bet futures. We obviously know you can just bet single matches, and, and that's a, a money line bet. But what are some other ways that, that people out there should be looking to bet tennis? Because you have looked at, you know, you make – what, 30 of these uh, a week, basically, when these big tournaments roll around. So what are some tips you could give for some alternate types of bets? Well, I I think totals are an interesting way for people to play if they're just sort of starting out. And by totals, I mean total number of games played. And so tennis, as you know, and and Stormy knows as well, sort of a funky math with, you know, who starts with serve and you know, obviously, uh, one break in one set does not end up with the same score necessarily than another set breaking at a certain time. So uh, with one break, it could be 6-4. With another, it could be 6-3. It's, it's an interesting sort of thing. It could be 7-5, but it's knowing the tendencies of all the players. And so unless you want to get geeky and crunch into numbers, it might be easier for people, instead of playing sides, to play totals more often. And they might find that easier. I do not. It's not necessarily my bread and butter. I like taking advantage of the, uh, the the prices on the sides, but that would be kind of my my two cents on another way to do this if you're just starting out in tennis. How did you start out getting into this, Gil, and really starting to dive into the different markets and finding your advantages? I was a baseball better for many years, Stormy. Like if you asked me five years ago what my favorite sport was to bet five years and beyond uh, in past history, I would have said baseball is my my favorite sport to bet, and then everything else is a distant second. And the reason that I gravitated towards baseball is because the advanced stats were in the public domain. They were readily available to everybody. And baseball, as I've, I've always said, is, a, is an individual sport disguised as a team sport. And so when starting pitchers stayed in games longer than they do now, it was more easily quantifiable, at least the way that my brain works. So when baseball changed, I changed in what I bet, and tennis became like, a, like Matt does golf. It wasn't... The, for me, tennis was what spoke to me, and I sort of have my own data as well in tennis, in addition to, to others, you know, other spots that I grab data from. By the way, uh, ATP and WTA sites have a lot better, ro- you know, a lot more robust data than people might imagine they do. And so, for me, that was that was a sport that was easily quantifiable, and you know, the record has sort of followed from there. Gil, let's uh, let's take a look here at the futures market on the men's and women's side. I know you uh, I know you have tickets that are that are much better than are what is available today. But if somebody wants to come and get involved on either side, they just want to have one ticket, be a fun sweat, maybe make some money. Who would you look at on the women's side and the men's side? Women's side, I think it's uh, it's one of the two. It's one of the two ladies. It's either 
Ludmila Samsonova, who is a Russian player who has absolutely out-of-this-world hard-court numbers and somehow is sort of under the radar. Like, I'm not saying she's the best tennis player in the world, but she might be the best tennis player on hard courts in the world right now. And she happened to get into Serena's quarter as well, which is the easiest of all quarters. So I think if you think of Samsonova as a quarter play or as a uh, the full tournament outright, you can still get really nice prices on her. The opposite half of the draw, uh, Zhang Xinwen, which is spelled uh, Q-I-N-W-E-N, and the last name is Z-H-E-N-G. She just won a tough three-setter against Yelena Ostapenko today. She is in Iga Sviantek's quarter. So a lot of people think, well, she'll just run into Iga. Not so sure. She got a set off of Iga and Clay, which is Iga's surface. She's a 19-year-old Chinese player. She is spectacular. And the only question is, when is she going to win a slam? It might be this one. It might be this one. But those are the two on the women's side. On the men's side, I don't know, Berrettini, that, that quarter's kind of opened up for him now, the quarter that he's in. So he might be a, a pretty solid play. And then, um, you know, Nick Kyrgios, the always mercurial Nick Kyrgios, if he decides he wants to play, he's a guy that could go very deep in this as well. And kudos but to you. the favorite is a short shot for a reason. As I say, kudos to you. Don't you have a 30 to 1 ticket on him as well? I do, but you know what? I got that at the uh, win, and it was severely limited. So, yes, I do, but um, it's not exactly for a. Uh, <laughs> you won't see me dancing in the streets <laughs> if I win it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. All right, Gil, let's switch over to football here. I mean, we got three minutes left. I know you've probably, uh, we all have, fallen in love with a team or two over the course of the preseason here. What teams have you fallen in love with, and what has that led to your to getting into your account? Well, I'll talk about one that I you know, mentioned this morning with Kelly. By the way, do you know Kelly Bidlin, Matt? He's doing a show called The Numbers Game. Yeah, now. shots we fired already, yeah, already on your show this morning. Already. So now we have one day. He's talking about he's going anti-my strategy on the, on the Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> day one, shots fired. Uh, well, didn't Survivor well, go pretty yeah, rough for I, you last year? Yeah, you know. You know we'll, we'll talk about that down the road. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Bad memories. Um, I can't wait for Survivor, by the way. <laughs> um, you know, the Jimmy Garoppolo signing. I don't know why that didn't move the needle for as many people as it did for me. Like, I'm surprised that people aren't – I get it. He's a backup quarterback, right? But, like, I really believe – and some people believe that, well, if Trey Lance never, you know, gets hurt, Jimmy's never going to see the field. I wonder about that. If the Niners are 6-5, and five, and part of the reason they're mediocre is because of quarterback play – wouldn't the Niners have a meeting and say to themselves, well, you know, the object here is to win Super Bowls, after all. Maybe we should go with the guy who got us to one and who played really well and got us to the NFC Championship last year as well. So I like that induced Niners bets for me. And Matt, you and Las Vegas Chris and I talked about it on the Being the Book podcast a couple weeks ago. We called this. We called that the Niners would keep him in the end. So I bet the Niners to win the NFC. I bet them to win the Super Bowl. I actually think they're way more alive than people are giving credit for uh, giving them credit for, and I think the Jimmy G signing really impacted my thinking on them. I'm surprised it didn't impact the feeling of more. No, we di- we discussed that earlier too, Gil, that we are very, very high on the outlook of the 49ers now with this move, just kind of re-cementing that move. Um, Gil, appreciate your time more than you know, and just, again, text me, DM me, whatever you can when you think of just some trash talk that I can do to Matt later, please. 100%. <laughs> Gil Alexander, host of a numbers game here from 10 to noon Eastern on VEASAN. And yeah, I mean, great stuff there. Absolutely from Gil. Yeah. On the uh, on the men's side, he said Berrettini. He's 12 to 1 over at DraftKings if you wanted to get a ticket in your accounts. Uh, Samsonova is 22 to 1 over at DraftKings. And Zhang is 25 to 1. So again, he, you know, he said the, the short shots are the short shots for a reason and they're favored. But if you wanted to get a little bit of a longer ticket to have a sweat in the uh, U.S. Open, those were the three places. Well, and that's why you love people that are all in on it because Samsonova, the comment, might be the best player in the world on hard courts. Obviously, mm-hmm. very important there. When we come back, we're going to continue some NFL conversation. Our favorite win total over bets in our accounts as we speak. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Final Countdown presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke-free and spit-free alternative. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline is going to be a little different. Everybody's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn's there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy and Tony and Matt Brown with you live from South Point Sportsbook, rolling along here with our NFL conversation. We're starting our journey right now. Our new, journey. Our, journey. our new journey. Oh, yes. Right here uh, <laughs> on this. NFL win total time. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Are we going to argue on anything? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little bit anxious. I feel uh, like you might I see be See the preview hater. graphic. We're not going to argue. Oh, oh okay. we might argue. Oh, we might argue. We might argue. Okay, well, good, then how good. about we pull up the graphic Stick here? Around. I'll yeah. tell you what my two bets in pocket are, a couple leans I have as well, mm. and then we can break them down a little sure. bit and see what you like and don't like. Uh, I do have already the Steelers over 7.5 plus 110. I even did an alternate over 6.5 as well that I bet a little bit harder, but it was juiced. Vikings over 9. So those are my two primary bets that I already have, and then a couple more that I am planning to do. I'm a little bit on the fence with your Raiders over 8 and a half minus 130 and taking the Colts season win total over 10. I'm one of the believers that the Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz is an upgrade and that they're going to be much improved this year. I mean, obviously a team that just caught up a little bit short last year. Yeah. It, maybe if they, maybe they were a quarterback away, an aging quarterback away. Does he have a supermodel wife? Can we look into oh, that? I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, maybe he can turn back the clock as well, <laughs> like with, with all that. So let's start with the disagreement and we'll start with that team. Yeah. I mean, Steelers over seven and a half. I am so incredibly low on this, this Steelers really? team. Yeah. Big, big, Even big. though that number is so incredibly low, given yeah. Mike Tomlin's 15-year tenure having never missed. But you're, but you're but you're asking basically for a 500 team here in what I consider to be one of the, I mean, probably the second toughest division in all the Their NFL. Their schedule is tough. I will and give you that. And you, you look here, and look, here's kind of how I, I handicap this with the Steelers team, is you have to find out what you have in Kenny Pickett. Like, so this whole, like this, this whole experiment that we've been going on here, and we're like, oh, Mr. Trubisky, Mr. Trubisky, Mr. Trubisky. Yeah, he's going to start four or five games for them maybe six or seven, but 
Kenny Pickett is going to play the majority of the season. You have to figure out. You spend a first-round pick on this guy. You have to figure out what you have in him and whether he can actually play in the NFL or not. Because as I just mentioned, I mean, this is another franchise that definitely understands what it is like to have that guy, that quarterback, that guy that is always back in the in the backfield. And, and I look at this, I look at this team and say, hey, look, we're we're clearly number four in the division. Like I think clearly number four, in my opinion, in the division. So if you're clearly number four, what are you doing? Do you do you want to win just enough games to where you don't get a good draft pick, to where you can't move off of picket if he's not any good? Like I think we see him sooner than later. And with that, I think a bunch of losses come with that. And so I, I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of off on the Steelers team this year. So I am under the impression that regardless of who the quarterback is, whether okay. it's Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, that's an upgrade from the version of Big Ben that we saw last year. He was largely an immobile tree. He also um, led the league in turnover-worthy plays last year with 32. That's more than Taylor Heineke. Like, just to put a little bit of perspective in that for you. So I think regardless of which guy is going to be in there at quarterback, you're going to get an upgrade at the position. Defensively, things should be a little bit better. The offensive line finally has some experience after what was obviously a train wreck of a season last year. They should be a little bit better. I like a lot of the pieces, and I like the doubt of a guy like Mike Tomlin. Like, do you know how much talent, ability, and overall just consistency you have to have as a coach to not have a losing season in 15 years? And even if they do have one, even if they do just have eight wins, that wins you the bet. It does. It does. It does. I mean, listen, I they're they're going to have a losing season. Like, I it, like it is it is it is going to happen. Like they're going The they're, guy won 8 games in 2019 with Mason Rudolph and it, Duck Hodges as his quarterbacks. It, Come on. It is it is projected to be one of the worst offensive lines in all the NFL. Like it like it, Pro Football Focus has them Yet ranked they're going to be better than last year. Has them ranked 30th. <laughs> has them ranked 30th heading into 2022. It is it, no projected starter on this offensive line graded over a 71 in pro, for Pro Football Focus last year. They're two tackles in more in a core for they they went out for, they went for a 57.5 and a 62.2 of course in the bottom 10% of all the people that play that position in the in, in the NFL and so you just look these court, the quarterback situation with an offensive line that is so terrible and then the secondary is absolutely atrocious as well whenever you look at these guys i mean Cameron Sutton Levi Wallace Killa Witherspoon Terrell Evans, look, Mika Fitzpatrick's good. But outside of that, these other four guys, I mean, they're all entering at least their fifth season in the NFL, and you basically know what you have in these guys. There's no upside left, right? I mean, they're, they are what they are. Once the time you hit your fifth year in the NFL, but you again, are what you are. defensively, they were what? Last in the league against the run this year. Yeah, defensively, they were terrible last year, too. And they still got over this number. I'm saying, like, these things can be correct. Both things can be correct. That they can have a bad offensive line and their defense cannot be great and they can still get over this hump. Their schedule wasn't easy last year either. They still squeaked into the play. Granted, it took a a freaking miracle for that to ultimately happen that they did. But I'm just not counting them out. I'm not counting Mike Tomlin and the way that he can coach a group up out. Yeah, it's. It, I just think there's just a lot of you know, just a lot of negatives heading in, right? When you when you're starting with a new quarterback, when you're having a bad offensive line, it's the fourth toughest schedule in the NFL heading into the season. You have a bad secondary. You are in a you're in a division with three other teams that are vastly superior to you from a talent perspective. I just don't know. I don't know how you get to eight, but we shall we shall see. We will monitor this one. All that's right. for sure. Let's see your list. Let's throw it up here. Let's see what you got. Also, that wasn't even my favorite one that I didn't get to argue. So let's your turn. Let's see where you are at. <laughs> yeah, so I only have two overs. I have a couple of of unders um, as well. But my overs, I have a Giants. Oh, we have a crossover over like on eight, and then I have a, a Vikings alt over of ten and a half. Both of those pay, you know, two to one or a little bit better on two to one on the Giants. I might be a little bit more. I might be a little bit more bullish on this giant squad than most people out there. I tend to be a pretty big believer in what Brian Dayball did there in Buffalo. And look, Daniel Jones might just be terrible. And if he's terrible, then this bed has no chance of of getting home, right? But I mean, we thought Josh Allen was going to be a bust, and then they were able to work with him and get him into a situation where he's now considered widely in the just in two years now considered to be a top five quarterback in the NFL where everybody was saying okay this is why you don't draft a guy from a nobody school and so now we have this situation where Daniel Jones is going to have to finally figure out and finally prove whether he can play in the NFL or not and and look he very well he, he might be terrible and if he is terrible then this bet has absolutely no chance of getting home but I I bet the alt on this team from a standpoint of they're either going to greatly overachieve or just 
completely be tank awful. because he's horrible. Yeah, be because, he, because he's going to be absolutely terrible, right? And so I'd rather just go ahead and take the alt, get the little mm -hmm. over two to one on them than, than sit there and try to sweat over. You think over the a Giants seven. are going to be better than the Steelers? I do. And oh, see, here's goodness. and here's 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 another thing with this team is they Hot also take. have had an incredible. You know, amount of injuries with this, and and it could happen again. Saquon Barkley get injured again. Kenny Galladay could get injured again. Like this all could happen. I, I fully understand this could all happen again. But again, you just you assume that they are going to have more injury luck head in their direction. And there's some very winnable games on that schedule. I'm pretty down on the Commanders. I think they're bad. So I think that those are a couple of winnable games. I'm kind of down on some of these other teams that people are a little bit higher on. I think the Cowboys take a pretty big step back this year. So I'm down on them. I think the Titans are going to be exponentially worse. We all know the Panthers and the and the Texans and the Seahawks are going to be bad. So I think there's some pretty winnable games on the schedule. Um, full disclosure with your Vikings pick, because obviously I had their just general win total mm -hmm. over nine at minus 130. I like the alt over as well. But when I say full disclosure, I have a lot invested in mm -hmm. the Vikings. I am a believer. I have a Kevin O'Connell coach of the year. I have a Kirk Cousins thinking that he's going to be primed for a special season a couple creative tickets on him. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to have an incredible year offensive player of the year. So I'm very invested in Minnesota and winning the division and well, everything that comes with that. Well, then we're, we're going to have to get some jerseys here and we're going to have to like <laughs> get some some jerseys for both of us for the Vikings because I'm right there with you. This is by far the most liability I have on any team, maybe in the last 10 years, probably heading into a season with all the stuff that I've got on, on this squad. I mean, I have them to win. I have them to win the division. I have mm -hmm. them to win the NFC. I have Kirk Cousins to win the MVP. I have O'Connell to You're win. You're going to hear some Minnesota Vikings love throughout I have the NFL a Jordan, season. I have a, yeah, I have a Jefferson <laughs> Offensive Player of the Year. So, I mean, I have all of those things with this team as well. So, again, I, and, and I'm a little bit down on the Packers, therefore – we're going for the over here. And just real quickly, um, every single hour on VEASAN, we're going to be providing mm -hmm. pro tips. Um, all will be available for subscribers as well at VEASAN.com. What was one pro tip takeaway you had from hour one? Yeah, I mean, I think whenever we had Gil on, and, and this is the time of year where if you've never bet tennis before, you've probably decided to get invested in tennis, right? I mean, and, and it's it's a perfect time for you to kind of get invested in tennis. You're getting back into football. College football starts in earnest this week. NFL starts next week. So you're firing up your account. Maybe it might have sat dormant there for a little while with baseball season kind of getting in the doldrums. But here we are. We're back. We're firing. And, and he said, like, hey, look, if, if this is new to you and you're not completely 100% sold on a, on a, on a side – he said, hey, look at these game totals, right? And he said, I think a good pro tip moving forward could be, you know, look for some of the people that are getting into tennis betting. You don't have to just bet sides. You can bet the totals as yeah, well. Yeah, love that. And again, uh, for subscribers only at vcin.com, but about 20 of these a day that subscribers are going to get pro tips to help you become a better better. Brent Musburger is going to help us become better betters when we come back for hour two. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.